0: Entertaining. Cool. You're listening
1: to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Andrew David James. Only
2: on L.A. Talk Radio. Wow. And... Only on Thursday, September 13th. Which a beautiful day. September yes. 13th, wouldn't you say? Yes. Oh, I hope that's true. A significant day. <laughs> For me, it's a significant day.
1: It is. What is the event on September 13th, Michael? It
2: would be my birthday.
1: 21 years old, finally old yeah. enough to go out in the world.
2: 21 a few times. <laughs>
1: Hey, well, obviously, happy birthday week to you. And I tell hey, you, I hope it's a great birthday, because you've had a long, crazy year already, haven't you? I have. Wow. Yeah. Great finish to stage star a couple weeks ago. Right. Lots of fun guests here on the show. And yes. more importantly, you changed locations. And lots of good stuff going no, on went with went Sterling's home. upstairs. Yeah.
2: Three months. Wow. It took me three months to from beginning to end. You know how it is, right? <laughs> you move and you say, my God, where did this ghost stuff come from? <laughs> and then you are packing, and even the movers, I mean, we're overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was uh we're settling down, we're at that even space.
1: Well, that's a good thing. And obviously, Michael, we've got a fun show today here. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, but this is a little glimpse.
2: This lovely lady has restored elegance and humanity. And of course, you're listening to the, to the famous Robert
1: Preston. I thought he was talking about me. Oh, really? I-
2: you <laughs> devil you You've done
1: more for the South than anybody since Robert E. Lee This is from
2: the Motion Picture Man
1: Of course And obviously it's such a great piece of theater But I mean it made a pretty decent movie too Which is pretty impressive Yes it did
2: Maybe, you This is the title right song by the, the one and only Jerry Herman That's right
0: Maybe,
1: Man, I love that. It's an That's just great. Melody. No doubt about it. Well, Michael, as you said, here it is September 13th, and we do have a
2: fantastic yes, show today. Do. We have two of the stars of the Los Angeles Musical Theater Guild's production of Maine, upcoming at the Alex Theater on September 23rd. Please welcome Kelly Lester and Barbara Carlton Hart. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. it, that's right obviously everybody's happy to have him here hey how you guys doing we're great
3: yeah. good to see
1: you we've had a lot of fun going on a lot of craziness going on as we get ready for this but this show has got to be a great thing to be involved with yeah
3: we are thrilled thank you so much for yes. having
1: us our oh, pleasure our favorite pleasure.
2: musical it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite musicals mm-hmm. and it doesn't get done very often it doesn't that's I don't true know why that is
1: well now obviously i mean this is a cool thing because the the musical theater guild does a great job of Producing pieces that haven't been done that oh, often. Their,
2: their, and yeah. it's
1: only one night. You only get one chance to see this. So if you want to see MAME, now's the time to grab tickets mm-hmm. and go out and see it. And of course, we'll tell people how to do that in just a little bit. We should do something first, though, Michael, because yes, we wait. don't want to get booted off the air in the middle of our show. Oh, no, no. We should pay some bills. Okay. Let's do it. All right.
2: <laughs> We'd like to thank, ladies and gentlemen, Princess Cruises for coming on board as presenting sponsors for State of the Arts during 2018. A pioneer in excellence on the high seas for meaningful travelers who see seek enriching experiences, only Princess Cruises offers cruise vacations to help you come back new, providing fresh perspectives by connecting you with nature, cultures, and loved ones in a new way.
1: One of the best-known names in cruising, Princess Cruise's first set sail in 1965 with a single ship cruising to Mexico. Today, the line has grown to become the third largest cruise line in the world, renowned for innovative ships, an array of onboard options including extravagant entertainment, and an environment of exceptional customer service. A recognized leader in worldwide cruising, Princess carries approximately 1.7 million guests each year to more than 360 destinations
2: worldwide aboard a fleet of 17 modern vessels. Experience the next wave in vacation travel at the end of each month from September to August. One lucky winner will win a cruise for two in a balcony stateroom Mm on board one of the new Ocean Medallion-class ships. Make sure to enter every month for your chance to win. You come to latalkradio.com. Channel 2 Punch Up State of the Arts, and you will go to our archival page of our past shows, and there is the Princess. Cruz's logo. Click on that. It takes you into the registration process. This is a trip that has a value of $5,000 Wow, it.
1: quite a deal. Yes. Quite a deal. And, of course, as always, we'd like to acknowledge PerformingArtsLive.com, one of the Internet's most prominent listing sources for the live arts here in Southern California. We're grateful to Performing Arts Live for lending their support to state-of-the-art. We <laughs> yeah, are indeed great people over there great people at princess and more great people in studio with us today Pretty yeah cool, huh? but yeah.
2: before we talk to these lovely ladies andrew how was your week
1: good it's been a busy crazy week school started up and everybody's running around like crazy lots of heat lots of traffic and all that sort of thing but lots of good theater out there too so yeah. some really amazing things of course i've been in the theater working on penzance and then doing all these other things as well but i was surprised i got a chance to go to a reading uh, of a new play and i got to sit down and hear uh, new playwrights kind of workshop their stuff which was very fun uh, the play was called Cloud Support which is all about uh, the lives of tech people helping out who are trapped in a room so it's a one location workshop project and it's a musical and it was a lot of fun but Cloud Support keep an eye out for that good things ahead for that group and, what uh, theaters? this was just at a home this was just a home reading but it's being workshopped and it was interesting to hear it because uh, the piano player uh, who played through it was I, and of course I can't remember his name right now but an amazing piano player and he played and sang all the songs so the actors read the script and the piano players saying the songs and you kind of see just the very beginnings of what was going to be something really fun. So yeah. Tech support people trapped in a room all day and kind of the dealing with the workplace and escaping into their computers when they needed to. And some of the customers they have to deal with. So fun concept and very much a, a new modern musical that had a lot to say. So. I'm,
3: a, I'm a computer geek. Yeah. Um, I love. Uh, yeah. Not totally. <laughs> it sounds like a musical I would love.
1: It was fun. And it was cool to see, too, because you get to see young and inspiring composers and actors and directors. And, uh, and writers out there at work. So many great artists here in L.A. that we get to be around. It's a cool, cool thing. So, Michael, how about you? What did you well, do this week?
2: I, I will be doing something this evening. I'm attending the opening of Beautiful. Yeah, without the,
1: me. Theater. Getting up and going and without me. Go? No, I wish I could. I wish I could. Unfortunately, I've got uh, fight choreography tonight and then zipping off. But i got to say, reading over the Carol King musical Beautiful, what an amazing story. Yeah. The music is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable! It's spectacular. Yeah,
2: I saw it the first time it came through on the national tour, but this is a, a second uh, pass through because it was so popular coming through the first time.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Well, obviously so, we we love the Pantages and all yeah, the great stuff have they do their there. Their two
2: stars uh, on the show next week.
1: That's right. So look forward to uh, to seeing them a week from today. Ladies and gentlemen, we should go ahead and move on to our first guest. Michael, are you uh, are you in position to start that off?
2: Our first guest, ladies and gentlemen, has been a guest soloist with the Bangor Symphony Orchestra, the Knoxville Symphony, and the Pacific Symphony. Recently, she appeared as Fräulein Schneider in Cabaret at La Murata Theater and Hannah in the Spitfire Grill with... Penos. Penobscot. Thank
3: you. <laughs> Penobscot. And if you ask me what Penobscot means or came from, I forget. I
1: think it's a sound you make when you sneeze. <laughs> yes. That is
3: a- yeah. in, in, in Maine.
1: <laughs> in really cold weather, that's what it sounds like. I I, I I
3: can't remember the history, but it was a beautiful, beautiful theater.
1: That's great. That is a theater. Well, and she's an amazing actress herself. Fish. She garnered Stage Scene LA and Stage Scene Alliance Awards, Ovation Awards for her portrayal in Peter Allen's Mother Marion the long-running hit and the hit production as well in the boy from oz at celebration theater she also sang the female lead in the world premiere of one-act opera the open heart other la theater credits include the adult woman in spring awakening and
2: mrs zero in adding machine a musical for musical theater Guild, she has appeared in woman a women on the verge sugar hallelujah baby and the golden apple
1: Mm -hmm. On television, some credits include Good Game, Angie Tribeca, The Haunted Hathaways, Criminal Minds, and The Young and the Restless. Some film credits include
2: Becoming Bond, Mr. Church, J. Edgar, and The Bad Twin. In addition to performing... Kelly is the creator and CEO of Easy Lunchboxes, the best-selling lunch containers on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) She's here with us today, Let's
3: talk about that. That's right. (laughs) Just kidding. I'd much rather talk about Mame.
2: She's here today to talk about her latest adventure, her role as Mame Dennis. Please welcome Kelly Lester. That's right.
3: Aw, thank you. Wow, I'm going to take that applause with me wherever Whoa.
1: I go. Now, I can't say for sure if they're applauding your lunch boxes or your acting. I don't know. I can't say for sure. I'm
3: going to ask each and every one they're of them. They're very <laughs> enthusiastic. We'll
1: see what they carry out for their lunches after the show is over. Uh, now, you got to tell me a little bit about how you got this role, and have oh. you ever played it before?
3: Oh, my gosh. I have not played this role wow. before. Um, I got this role because I auditioned for it, and I was just <laughs> lucky And I gotta
1: tell you, that doesn't always mean you get it. <laughs> no, of course ah.
3: not. <laughs> of course not, but, um, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's really, truly a dream come true. It's just... An incredibly, incredibly, wonderfully written, yeah. incredible role, full of so much joy and energy and excitement. I love this woman. <laughs> um, I, and honestly, to be to be perfectly honest, obviously I was very familiar with a lot of the songs. The score is quite amazing um, for people who might not know. It is written by Jerry Herman Mm -hmm. who is also the composer of Hello Dolly so you can imagine that uh, obviously the the tunes are amazing and you've heard most of them and in fact um, what some people don't realize is that this is one of the last uh, shows that was written that songs became um, famous ahead of time or during the initial run on the radio. That
1: is interesting.
3: And um, one of them we need a little christmas is a very famous christmas song and people are like wait that's from a musical yes it is from the musical name so um i was already familiar with the songs i really wasn't that familiar with the show i did see it many years ago not really that many years ago but they did do a production at the hollywood bowl starring um michelle Lee? lee thank you blanking um michelle lee which was really a lot of fun but i My memory is, you know, that's why I forget people's names. Um, Not so great. So I don't remember it that well. I do remember enjoying it. But it's very rarely done, which is very interesting. You really kind of need a, well, I'm not going to say I'm a big star, but you need a really big star. (laughs) To carry that show. You're right. Honestly, usually most of the time people do cast a big name like they do Hello, Dolly. So um, with Musical Theater Guild... We very rarely go outside right. of the company, um, and I wouldn't say that there is, you know, a Bette Midler type of big star within our company. That kind of a huge name. So um, they got Kelly Lester. I'm so thrilled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that worked out great for you. <laughs> yeah, I just
3: think of me as like an old MGM star making my comeback. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: I got to tell you, you certainly have the chops for it. From what I heard on the internet, there's oh, no doubt about you. it, and I'm excited because this show is—it's not done very often, as we said before. But more importantly, it's not done. Well, very often Like you see a lot of groups Who can't quite handle it And Musical Theater Guild Always does top-notch Really great productions And we should tell people A little bit about The concept behind this It's not a traditional production Like you might think With full sets But it's uh, Actors have books in hand Most of the time, correct? That is right But the music Is fully orchestrated And stunning And always gorgeous Yeah, we
3: have an incredible um, Band every Mm -hmm. time Band or orchestra Whatever you want to call it Um, And uh, our musical director For MAME Is Cassie Nichols And it's going to be Incredible! Every time we've gotten up there, and you know we have the the first read through with with the band, it's just it's just such a boost of energy. And what's amazing is usually when you think of a staged reading, um, you know you think of people standing behind. Music stands, and that is not what Music right. Theater Guild is. We call it a concert reading, yeah. meaning we are presenting the book and the music. Um, you will get a really clear taste of what was actually in the show, what the feeling behind the show was. <clears throat> Obviously, we can't have, you know, like 30 people. Dancing in whatever those outfits are called where they're on the the horses. Um, You know, so we we do pair it way, way down. There isn't a huge lot of uh, dancing. Um, There is a a taste of it. And mostly what I love about Musical Theater Guild is that you come to the theater not knowing what the show is because it's not often done. And you really can focus on the book and the music because that's what's really being presented to you without any distraction if you will of big sets and big dance numbers so we're really going to present the show and people are going to go away humming the tunes <laughs> <They absolutely
2: will. laughs> and yeah. a lot more and uh, of course lewis welkenfeld is directing this
1: one of our favorites and uh, of magic. course uh, yeah. you know been so involved in the la theater scene for so many years always making yes. shows great and, and no i have seen
3: other uh, um you know staged reading things that lewis has presented and he is a master yeah a master at telling the story yeah. so I'm thrilled to be working with him. And, of course,
1: Will Collier is in it as well. Will Collier
2: playing uh, the older Patrick.
1: Another friend of the show and and another great performer. And that's one of the things we should mention here is very often when you go to see a musical like this, you'll see an ensemble that maybe is on the earlier side of their career learning. With MTG, you get seasoned performers, all Equity members, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all people who are dying to be there to play these parts. So the vocals are always top-notch. The acting's always top-notch. And you don't even for a minute notice that they have the books in their hands. Hands, nor do you notice the fact that the sets aren't changing radically, because you're so focused on the performers exactly. and the amazing script. Yeah, thank yeah. you
3: for seeing that. That's, yeah. exa- that's exactly it. It's like, oh, they're holding yeah. the books, and then you completely forget that. Yeah,
1: exactly. and if you're anything like There's... we'll call you, you'll probably set
2: it down halfway through and have the whole thing memorized <laughs> anyway. So. I so, wish uh... my brain was as quick as that. <laughs> Is there an obligation under the uh, particular uh, contract with Equity that you have to have the books mm-hmm. either in your hand or close by?
3: Yes, the last yeah. show I did, um, I kept having a conversation with the director regarding Can I put the I'm like 14 (laughs) things here Can I put the book down Just no No Just put it under your arm And just And that's of course
1: To protect the actors Because they don't want Anybody to feel like Oh everybody else is off book And I only had so much Allotted rehearsal time And also
3: because It does set up for the audience Once you put the book down Then it becomes A different show It becomes a different Kind of a presentation So it really does Keep it grounded As to where we are And what we're doing And um, if people don't know We actually only rehearse For 25 hours Yeah you know an en- entire show in 25 hours and there we in go in the theater um, 25 hours in the theater no we're only in the theater on the very last day we Isn't have that amazing one, um quote unquote dress rehearsal we don't do full costumes we have a smattering of costumes and costume you know pieces to indicate where we're at and what the style is but um we rehearse downtown i they 've changed the name, do you remember what it is uh, it's oh, on the, the uh, at, at l a center studios there's mm-hmm. a school down there forgive me i've I've forgotten the name that we 've partnered with because they changed the it used to be called relativity school i don 't think <laughs> it's called that anymore. Um, anyway, we rehearse there, so it's uh it's a great space, and then we move into the theater on Sunday during the day before the oh. Before the actual performance, which is at seven o'clock, <laughs> one run through, <laughs> eat some dinner, have fun, Good cross luck. our
1: fingers, and go. <laughs> well, now I, this is obviously—I think we've we've talked a lot about Maim, and it's it's such a cool production. We're going to come back and talk more about this, but I need to, as a father of two. Who have often lost their lunchboxes at school <laughs> i need to know about easy lunchboxes because if i don't find out about this i swear i'm going to be spending more money on lunchboxes than college education uh, so.
3: okay dad of two from a mom of three uh easy lunchbox easy lunchboxes.com um, easy lunchboxes was born out of my utter frustration with packing lunches um, basically it is a lunch containers and cooler bags that help you pack Lunches fast and get out of the kitchen.
1: Very cool. It's,
3: uh, compartmentalized containers, basically a bento box with cool. one bottom and one lid,
1: and they're super affordable. Single use, multiple use. Please use them multiple, cool. multiple, multiple. Well, you don't time. want people to use them multiple. You no, want people to use them one time, throw them out and you know, buy another one. What I one. want people to do is use them, love them, and tell
3: their friends. So that's, that's right. How it's that's been exactly going. Yeah, right. That's how it's been going. Really well. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of the queen of social media, and before I was making any money with it, I had no money, and it was—it's all been word of mouth and cool. it's, it's been pretty amazing, but it's uh yeah, it's it's really cool. I've come in connected with you know a zillion people across the country and how they pack lunches, and I've just shown people how to make lunch packing. And it's not just for kids; you, people okay. take their lunches so are, to work. And, disposable? No, they're not. I, so I'm,
2: why have you not been on Shark Tank?
3: Oh, I almost got on Shark Tank. That's a long and funny story, not really. <laughs> but um, no, I actually tried to get on Shark Tank. I was down to the wire, 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 wire of Shark Tank, and was. Almost going to be on, and the only reason I wanted to get on was because I wanted to get my lunch containers into um, Target. Hmm. Um, I figured that was the next best place for them because I've been a huge, huge, huge success on Amazon and my own website. But I figured I better get into the big box stores. So I wanted to get on Target. So I wanted to get on Shark Tank. Well, long story short, they didn't pick me. I'm not sure why. I think it was because I wouldn't sign their contract because it said I had to give up show business basically because they want to own you, which is all fair and nice, but not for me.
1: Not for a performer. I want to
3: be on TV and film and their contract said, you can't be on TV or film for 18 months. If you go on Shark Tank, and I was like, mm, can't sign that, and blah blah blah. Well, this never happens, but they said no, and I was like, uh, okay, whatever. Um, three months later, Target called me, which is kind of unheard of. Sweet. So I know. So in 2017 my containers were in Target for the back-to-school season, and that was really fun and exciting, and um, then that was over with because it was just a single buy for for that, and I'm glad that that's all it was. It was very difficult to do business. Did they not buy it
2: for for this
3: They did not. Um, I don't think that they... I had no say as to where they put it, but I don't think it was marketed in the store properly. That's just... What do I know about Target? But um, I'm just a consumer. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, so... And I'm really glad, because it was, it was a, very difficult to do yeah. to do business with a big box store. They have all their rules, and there's a lot of, of them. And
1: I would think I'm, Bed Bath & Beyond would be a good fit.
3: Well, honestly, I'm super happy with just selling on Amazon, okay. and the more hey, people I, I tell... if you're like selling, you're selling. That's yeah. right. The more people I tell via social media, that's a zillion more people that find out about it. They
2: just got had their... Amazon just had their first trillion-dollar year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I like
3: Amazon very really much. Yeah, I
2: contributed much. to I,
1: a lot of that as my children lost their lunchboxes, and I had to <laughs> order new ones by the weekend. Now you got you got to go to easylunchboxes.com, dot uh, and you're going to see these are essentially they look you might call them Tupperware sort of thing but you say they're multiple use yes correct
3: they are definitely and use them a lot and um, put them in the dishwasher oh absolutely and put them dishwasher, in the microwave
1: microwave awesome so yeah no and they're B P B BPA free uh, you offer free shipping over twenty five dollars and more importantly you ship all over the world is that correct
3: that is correct I'm oh. really loving that I'm getting this free commercial here are you kidding what did it's, I do for that I saw well, hey. <laughs> So, but <laughs> you, <of> <laughs> you
1: haven't. waited we do our research here at State of the Arts. You haven't realized what we've done. We we decided that we want everybody to put together a package where they order your lunch boxes and then go to the Alex Theater an hour early, sit out on the steps, and enjoy a lunch. Oh my! And God. then go see me. And then there afterwards, come
3: up to me and please let me sign your lunch box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, that's an offer. She said it on the radio. It's an automatic book. You got to take it. But, ladies and gentlemen, obviously this is a this is a cool product. Check it out. Certainly, if you're a mom or dad. But even if you're just a busy Los Angeles person, I brought my lunch today in a Tupperware that I'm you know not happy Perfect. with. So you,
2: you do that.
1: Of course, if she would brought me a sample, why didn't we think she should sponsor I did, us? I,
3: well, now now I know what I'm going to send to you after I get home.
1: <laughs> that's a deal. We'll take it. We'll take it, and then you can Let's take them on Princess that. cruises and take some of that food home from the buffet. Let's we have solved everything. I got it. Great night <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, easylunchboxes.com. Take a chance to go visit it, but more importantly, go see MAME, one night only, the Musical Theater Guild's MAME. These shows are always fantastic. It's going up at the Alex Theater. You can obviously go to the AlexTheater.org. I'm sorry, it's just AlexTheater.org. Uh, that's A-L-E-X theater with an R-E dot org.
2: Or by calling 818-243-A-L-E-X and that is a way to uh, get tickets for this mm-hmm. event and anything else that might be coming up at the Alex Theater, which is a lovely, lovely venue. that used to be a movie theater, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I believe that's
1: correct. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Lester is her name, and she
2: is starring in the title role of MAME. And what, I want to talk about one thing. What you uh, got? That Kelly had uh, brought up when she saw it at the Hollywood Bowl with Michelle Lee, who I think, when you said that automatically, I thought, What? Not well cast to me, Michelle. Hmm.
3: Well I I She's
2: got that big voice. Yes. And but she's not a main
3: Well I I, mean, I I reminded myself I did see clips of her, um there are some on YouTube and I, I actually found her quite charming. Oh you do. Well, yeah, and what's really amazing about this role is it's one of the last roles that was written for like a a big star that is a role written kind of like Hello Dolly in that Depending upon who steps into the role, mm. it becomes something perhaps completely different. Mm. It mm-hmm. is a real um, uh, a role where the performer brings who they are to it. So, while of course I'm looking at. You know all of the clips. I love the internet. You can just find out anything and see. I think everything. it's going to catch on. on. It, it seems yeah. like <laughs> it's going to catch on. Yeah,
0: exactly.
3: <laughs> um, I love that. So you know, looking at all of the different performers, whether it was you know in the stage play, the movie Rosalind Russell. She's you know the well, iconic that, performer, of course. Yeah. You know, I mean, she she starred in the stage Angie play May. and then exactly, and then and then became in the movie. But I'm hoping to while I'm learning from watching these other incredible performers I'm truly, truly focused on bringing who I am to the role because I believe that she is just the most lovable, sincere woman. said I don't want to say crazy because if someone is crazy, they don't think they're crazy. That's so right. I am Not <laughs> perfectly
1: sane. Everybody else is nuts. <laughs>
3: exactly. So you know, everyone thinks, "Oh, I have an anti mame Everyone says, "Oh yes," and meaning, "Oh, I have this crazy sort of bats." Everyone kind of says that because that's what they sort of think oh, no, I, I think it, 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 they're is. larger.
2: Really, she's larger than life. Right, mm-hmm. I mean, right. But I'm trying to find things in
3: my, in my own personality, <laughs> in my own life, where I can feel comfortable sort of... Being this person who throws parties every night of the week for absolutely no reason, and dozens of people are always in her apartment, and you know, of course, of course, just like me, I'm a homebody. Don't come over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those were the times. Those yeah, were the times people did people do that. Who, yeah. you're right? Who, who you're had right. that kind of wealth as well? And uh, what did you think of Lucille Ball in the role in the movie? Well, I
3: I, I love Lucy. Um, yeah. You know, I actually didn't really mind her acting too much. I didn't. Right. Acting was terrific. I didn't watch all of it, I have to say. The singing was so really, unfortunately just not okay that it really was very very sad in a way and um, there's an incredible book that i could not put down it's called but darling i'm your auntie mame by (laughs) richard tyler jordan and it is the amazing history of the world's favorite madcap aunt i just read that from the cover (laughs) Um, so it's an incredible book which with the most amazing amazing stories backstories from day one of the the book to the play to the musical to the movie and all of the crazy crazy stuff that happened in between and um i don't know how much much time we have but there's a couple of really good tidbits on the back
1: (laughs) (laughs) read one (laughs) we'd love to hear it yeah yeah
3: crazy stuff um well let's see madeline Kahn was let go from the movie version of mame due to differences with the notoriously difficult lucille ball wow and Though she eventually won a Tony for her performance in the Broadway musical MAME, Angela Lansbury had to audition for the part and wow. infuriating four times.
1: No so kidding. So
3: there's, there's just all kinds of amazing things. This one says Rosalind Russell insisted that the novel's quote-unquote boring nineteen twenty <laughs> setting had to be scrapped for something modern. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, that goodness. didn't happen. No
1: kidding. Yeah, Thank she, goodness she it didn't. She had a lot
3: of different ideas about wow. what should have been and what actually happened. Changes
1: everything if Apparently, you
3: do Apparently she, she wrote a her own autobiography <laughs> Few many years later, which is full of mm, mistruths. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's not so much an autobiography as a fiction biography. Very interesting. <laughs> very that's, interesting. That's interesting to me because obviously, Mame, I thought the movie, the story held up very well. And obviously, Lucio Ball's very charismatic. But you're right. Obviously, if you're a musical theater fan, you watch it and you do sit back and go, oh, what, what a, a missed opportunity. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we want to say once again that the Musical Theater Guild, obviously doing such great, great work at the Alex Theater, this is one of their. Do we call it a stage reading? Is that appropriate? We call it's it really a, not appropriate. A, concert a concert stage concert reading. Concert stage reading. That's much more appropriate because the music is fantastic and you go there and you just see such a beautiful finished product. Again, at the Alex Theater, visit alextheater.org. That's right. Now, we should take a minute here and do a live arts calendar. I think so. Because we got a lady sitting here <laughs> waiting for us who is going to uh, have some fun things to say. That's right, You know, that's a good point, too. And I'm done getting <laughs> hit by guests, Michael. You hang around with us for just a minute? Yeah. Good, 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 good. Theater West presents The Man Who Saved Everything. On stage now through September 23rd, this original drama is a timely, compelling, absorbing exploration of hoarding, family, and memory, our possessions, and the connections that bind us together.
2: Before his life as an adult could begin, Barry left school and moved back home to care for his aging parents. When they died, he never left, literally. Literally. Barry became obsessed with holding on to every single possession and treasured item that might help keep alive the memory of his parents and his prior life. He saved everything.
1: Decades later, Barry lives inside a massive hoard of possessions, but his neighborhood is being redeveloped and he faces eviction. Only his niece and a former friend from college care enough for him, his health and his well-being to attempt to convince him to leave his longtime home. How can Barry abandon a collection that he has carefully curated and guarded for decades? a hoard of items that has literally become his home.
2: What happens to his memories when the possessions that anchored them are gone? Don't miss The Man Who Saved Everything on stage at Theater West through September 23rd. For tickets or more information, call 323-851-7977 or visit theaterwest.org.
1: Obviously, Theater West, another great organization producing great, great theater here Indeed. in Los Angeles.
2: Well... That takes us to our next guest.
1: I've been waiting. Right?
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Our next guest's first professional show was The Sound of Music, starring Florence Henderson and directed by the brilliant Michael Kidd. She
1: has worked regionally in productions of Sondheim on Sondheim, five productions of 42nd Street, Company, Annie, A Chorus Line, Sweet Charity, Gypsy, Chicago, Dames at Sea, and
2: No-No-Nanette. She also holds a degree in baking and pastry from the Cordon Bleu and spent a few years working professionally as a baker. She's joining us now to tell us more about her current role as the wickedly lovely Vera Charles in Mame with Music Theater Guild of Los Angeles. Please welcome Barbara Carlton Hart. That's right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Wow. What fun are you having? Oh, this is. <laughs> Kelly
0: said it's a dream come true.
1: It yeah. Truly. But you're talking about being on state of the arts, not doing MAME, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just in oh. general. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is the highlight of my existence
1: <laughs> this is such a fun show you've got to enjoy being this part and adding so much fun to the script yeah oh,
0: it's always <laughs> what greater pleasure is there than playing a lush yeah that's right yeah, sure. i do it daily thank you very much
1: <laughs> that's amazing well i think it's such a fun show too because the 1920s are such a great setting for these type of characters larger than life the world seemed very much uh, like it was indestructible at that point point and then world war ii comes around and changes everybody's opinion but wow i think yes. such a cool character because it was a composite of time where things came together perfectly and it never happened again that's
0: right I, it was that period of time where people were thumbing their nose at middle class convention mm-hmm. you know especially people with money with artistic sensibilities mm-hmm. and uh um, it was all part of the debauchery and, you know, free expression and F. coming Scott out of the, Fitzgerald,
1: yes,
0: coming, coming out of the Edwardian era and into right. uh, shorter skirts
1: and that's right,
0: and, and booze and
1: <laughs> more booze, yes, and, and Vera
0: rest. embraced it wholeheartedly <laughs> and the theater, yes, and the theater
1: right.
0: work didn't start till 8.40 p.m., you know, for her. That's right. You know,
2: that was perfect for Vera. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's about when I wake up. For those who don't really know the plot line, Mm -hmm. can you tell that to the audience listening? Yes.
0: Uh, Well, um, in the book and the play, Auntie Mame, Vera is a star of the stage of New York theater. Um, I think she's described in in, um, Richard Tyler Jordan's book, or by the by, Patrick Dennis um, as uh, a woman's actress
1: because just so you know, if you do air quotes on the radio, it oh, doesn't it's,
0: help. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, who Patrick Dennis is real quick. Patrick too.
0: Dennis wrote the book of Auntie Maine, mm-hmm. and that was a non-deplume
2: mm-hmm. based on his land. Right. Well,
0: that is disputed by oh, really? him.
2: Oh, really? Said, well, Wikipedia he said was, it, he so.
0: Was, he was adamant <laughs> that that was not true.
2: Wow.
1: So, yeah, yes.
0: in, in Richard Tyler Jordan's book, there's a huge long story about what his real...
3: She was the one that it insisted oh, that it that's was, it was funny. actually based on her. And mm-hmm. he was like,
0: no, uh, no, 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 uh, Yes, and I heard uh, that she also wasn't pleased with him having written her, even though...
1: Despite it wasn't it was her. her. Wow. Yes. Yeah, wow. so
0: that is a debatable... Area of this, I think. Um, I certainly grew up thinking that it that he was the real Patrick. Yeah. But um, yeah. He, he said no. He was, little, <laughs> he was a little mysterious.
1: That's actually published a lot of it's, places, so that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah, Thank you for yeah. sharing that. That's but, great. Um, well, you know, it was the,
2: a hugely successful book. Yeah. Hugely I mean, by successful. By numbers that had, mm-hmm. that, you know, no one had attempted these two cell mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the
0: 1950s, wow. which I think sort of paralleled a little bit. It was interesting. He was writing against the conventions of the 1950s after the right. war. And, you know, yeah. America became very uh, foreign we- weary, and uh, a lot of institutionalized racism became an issue and something wow. like that. And Auntie Mame is that character mm-hmm. is definitely thumbing her nose at that in particular. So even though it was a lighthearted book in some ways, I think it had some kind of heavy duty commentary mm-hmm. on yeah. who we were. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously,
1: such parallels to today's mm-hmm. world as well yeah. will go so much too. Yeah, that's interesting. why they should
0: do MAME again because I right. think it is less old-fashioned than people think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In the climate we're in now. Well,
1: and it's uh, cyclical. Everything comes back around. Yes, Those it, themes yes. are very important. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, but Vera, Vera is you know in the book and the play, she's a theater star. She changed costumes a lot. I think that's what she was most famous for. Yeah. Really, her clothing more than the actual uh, theatrical.
2: Place. And best friend of And of best friend Mame.
0: of, yes, Mame, who everyone knew, <laughs> throwing the best parties right, in town with the right. most interesting people. In Mame, because it's a musical, she's an operetta star, which I think is a... a well, actually,
3: what's really funny is one of my lines is I introduce you to um, Patrick, and I say, this is my best friend and star... the. The musical theater star, Vera. And I thought to myself, and I'm, my history is not so good. I don't think in the 20s they knew that there was... I don't know that they called it musical theater. Am, I, am I right? Because it
1: was just theater? I thought
3: musical theater happened like Wait, after we, Oklahoma. Hmm. That well, in the 20s they didn't necessarily
0: they call did, it They did, because Fred Astaire and Adele were... Broadway stars mm-hmm. as early as 1922, so they called. But they didn't call the it musical, th- musical theater; this they is, called it musical comedy. That, yeah. oh, so,
3: so I'm wondering why in the script it actually says the musical theater star, and I was like, oh,
0: that sounds yes. very, very You're, contemporary." Yeah, that, that, that might be. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, and yeah. Anyway, but it's a, at that point. This is 1928 when MAME starts, and I think um, the jazz age has arrived, and operettas may be going out of fashion. Right. And so Vera may be on the verge of a fading <laughs> star.
1: She's not playing uh, <laughs> yeah. Gilbert and Sullivan roles quite as much yes, anymore. She's not in her 20s. She's a mature
0: woman. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a mature, single woman. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, and she is very heavily invested in cocktails. And uh, she's pretty much good
1: investment. Yeah, she's pretty
0: much a walking hangover. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think her biggest responsibility is to the theater, kids.
2: right? Right. <laughs> so, and then she pulls Maine into it at one point. After yes, is... I
0: yes, and I like to think that they might have met you know, in those early days of Maine attempting to be in the chorus. When you were in the chorus. I was never in the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Little
3: quote
2: from our
1: show. <laughs> We're going to try to get a song number out of you two here in a minute. I can tell you love these parts and not only that, I can tell that both of you love working together, which is a cool thing too. Oh, Very I fun. Like did you know
2: each other before? No,
0: we actually met, I think, to, where, which show did we? I think I introduced, well, I met Kelly when she was performing us uh, I think it was the first time she was performing a show she put together, which was a tribute to um, Doris Day. Wow. Aww. And I am born on the same day as Doris Day. Really? I have grown loving Doris Day. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about the way she formed words and the <laughs> way she sang. And so um, I had some good friends in yeah. the theater that said, You should come see, Aww, see this. Do thing. you
2: know Scott Dreyer is? Of course.
1: Yeah. Of course. We've had him on the show, a great friend of the show, and his show is so amazing. Oh, it's the wonderful. Doris Day. Right. He's, yeah, yeah. he's
3: terrific. No yeah, one, yeah. no one, no, I, I don't think there's anyone who loves
1: Doris I don't think Scott, there's anybody who works harder than no. Scott, too. That He's man just yeah. does not stop. He's it's amazing. He's dear, and his show, yeah.
3: is, his show is terrific. But then I, I that's that's first when, when Barbara and I met, but I saw Barbara many times on the stage with Musical Theater Guild in parts before I really knew her and and uh, got into the company myself. I've only been in the company, I think, about two years. She's been in four, four, and she was always so funny in all of the roles. I would say, who is that tall, amazing blonde? She's hysterical. Like, <laughs> <laughs> always embraced. Oh, I'm every, gonna have to buy every, some lunchboxes.
1: Uh, well, hey, you can oh. fill them, right? You're a chef, so if you guys work together, you can fill them, and then she can sell them. And we are in good shape, That's man. We got pre-packed right. lunches but I only across make the things world. things
0: with lots of butter. <laughs>
1: a southern girl, gotta be. I love it. I am. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Uh, all of our neighbors always know to come borrow butter from us because there's a couple southern people living there. So they're like, they'll have butter. Don't worry <laughs> about right.
0: it. That's why I left baking because I felt really truly guilty watching the same people come in and buy cinnamon rolls I just didn't oh, want to watch the deterioration. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I think we've hit upon something here if you fill those lunch boxes up with cinnamon rolls you will sell out non stop you can sell them on the freeway just at on-ramps people are grabbing well, the give good you thing 20 about
3: bucks. them is there's built-in portion control for your amazing treats <laughs> you just lost me if I can't
1: have enough cinnamon <laughs> well, rolls as much as I want up
2: the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnabon?
1: that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah does does absolutely good. That. very good uh, sure, well, but that,
2: they're not even around anymore
1: I, you know I haven't seen one for a long there was TJ cinnamons too for a long time kind of their competitor but I don't I haven't seen them either I think you
2: can buy them frozen in the Oh, store, I think, yeah. think, yes.
1: So, if you were to set up a stand outside the Alex Theater, we can all stop by and buy some cinnamon rolls and yeah. be in good shape.
3: You could. She's going to be busy be drinking. Shape. She's <laughs> going to be busy drinking. She's not making any yeah. cinnamon rolls. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can, they sell can sell margaritas. The wrong gals here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very fun. Well, this show obviously has so many fun themes in it, and it does have a, a heart to it as well, an obvious heart. Oh, the characters are so well written. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, going to see this is a great way to introduce people who maybe haven't seen this style musical before being a concert reading it's one of those things where you get to go and you know the music's top notch you also know the show is going to flow so well because the pace in these has to move along it's a great way to do it so
0: you know it's to the point Mm -hmm. nothing there's there's never a a phrase in this that doesn't need to be there that's right that's just beautifully
2: beautifully written And one of my favorite women in life and and a friend is Melissa Fahn. of course Gooch Uh, Great actress And Brett Chandel is Beauregard Jackson Cannot go wrong No That man Right?
0: No
1: yeah. Great, talented cast, and obviously a lot of fun, too. Again, the name of the show is MAME, and it's uh, playing at the Alex Theater one night only. Uh, that's, um, I'm sorry, what's the date of the show again? The it's da- September 23rd. 23rd. That's right, the 23rd. Sunday, 7 so o'clock. That's, and a, a 7 o'clock start is something we should note as well, because that's an important time to get there. Natalia right Vivino is also a cast That's director. right. That's right. A lot of great actresses in this. Uh, Michelle Lane, who we know, uh, yes. a good friend of the show. Lots of talented people, and of course, Louis Welcomefield directing as well, who's
2: uh, an amazing, amazing talent. I actually and Katie Duchon. I actually just know that I know every single person of course you do Michael. Nice. you know
3: everyone and Heather Castillo is going to be our choreographer and she's so oh, much oh she's fun. wonderful
2: yeah I've seen her yes. work before yeah, yes
3: yeah. I hope she's going to be patient with me
2: <laughs> please
1: please Heather it's actually more rare that we get a show where Michael doesn't know the entire cast I'm like is there anybody in this cast you don't know so again the easiest way to get tickets is to go to www.alextheater.org that's theater with an R-E or by
2: calling 818-243-A-L-E-X mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that'll get you some tickets. And for a show that you really should see because, as we've been saying all along, it's not done very often. And it probably, after this production goes up, won't be done for quite a while in Los Angeles. That's mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. Yeah. And quality theater at a very affordable price in a beautiful setting. And, uh, yeah. I think yeah. I think
3: also if you'd like to find out more about Musical Theater Guild, you can go to our website at musicaltheaterguild.com. Calm mm-hmm. and find out more about how we do the shows and the history of, of the ones that we presented
1: if you aren't familiar with our company. Now, how many do they do a year of these concert Four. reading series? Four of these. Four, and, and what's
3: interesting about MAME, um, what Barbara was talking about, how fantastic the book is, a lot of the shows that are produced by Musical Theater Guild are not necessarily, they weren't hits, or they really weren't seen often, and a lot of, um, not a lot, but... Mm, mm, oh, well, okay, a lot of shows do have a great score and not a great book or mm-hmm. vice versa. Right. And so you kind of see the show that you may not have ugh, ever had a production, they just don't do it anymore. And you could say, oh yeah, I can see why. Well, this is really troubled or wow, that was really bizarre. But with MAME, it's like, uh, no, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It's all really good. And so yeah, I think true. the reason that it isn't produced a lot is because it's probably a really big show yeah. to do a mm-hmm. really good production. Mm-hmm. You really do need a very mm-hmm. expensive amount of mm-hmm. set. And costumes, and you
1: can't hide any elements. Your members, yeah. Yeah. It's
3: an
0: expensive show. When I was a kid, um, um, our family was given the album by uh, the father of my childhood best friend in New Jersey. He was an accountant at CBS Records, and he brought over a copy of Cabaret and Mame. They opened the same season. Wow! Wow! Both bright yellow covers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you know, I think we had six records in our house in 1966 that I listened to ad nauseum. And um, so then Mame became just something i just i i, I ate that you can Aww. see it's frayed because of chewing on it and reading the back cover of it over and over again wow. and how you, <laughs> lo- you lay on your belly and look at the back of a record and i
1: read pity whoever gets your script after you my <laughs> goodness <laughs> But
0: i was sure that i was you know that's my first theater album so it's the first time i'm hearing music sound like that i was sure that that was a chorus of 30 Singers, wow. you know, in the summer break from the Metropolitan Opera. Mm. And I just recently learned, that I saw something from that Don Pippin had said that it was eight singers. Wow. Wow. Eight singers. There were dancers as well that I'm sure were singing as well, but the singers, it was four women, four men. They had to have been supremely gifted singers Mm -hmm. because that sound. And this is the score where they like
3: everything an octave higher, so the the women are like screeching high. Well, they're not screeching; they're beautifully (laughs) doing it. You know, like high C's in every chorus number. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Orchestration's
0: (laughs) nothing's ever that sound. That cast album has never been beaten for me. It just because it's my first, I guess. But that's that's what I thought. I remember thinking. If I can be in a chorus for the rest of my life, I'll be happy. You know? I love <laughs> that. I didn't know how you do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just wanted it to happen. Please did make long, that so. I know that you would actually be playing one of the stars of well, right. the show many years later. Yeah, she's I like, know. no, put me back in the chorus. Come on.
0: I know. <laughs> Fifty-two years later, I like that your
3: your young listening to cast album dream actually could come true because mine was in 1969, the cast album to Oliver, every day after school, Aww. coming home and marching around, <laughs> marching around or then wanting more and, you know, try to do the, 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 uh, the, what is the eating song? What is that one? Food, and glorious food. Food, baggies, glorious <laughs> food. And it's like,
0: I just wanted to be Oliver. I just <laughs> wanted to be Oliver. Another one that doesn't get done very often. That's true. Yes, the true. Musical Theater West is doing Oliver this year. Yes, are yeah. they? Yes. Yes, yes. For I'm for really them. glad to hear that.
1: Yeah, it's a great show. What do you think? Is it that time? I think.
0: Oh, my goodness. And now... Embarrassing moment. Oh. i so
1: embarrassed. <laughs> See, what we do is we like to get you laughing and not thinking about it so we can surprise you with it at the end. All right. <laughs> so. Okay.
2: Well,
0: the first thing that comes to my mind, because I was certain I was going to be fired <laughs> after this event took place, I was 20, recently turned 23. I was playing... Um, Roxy in Chicago at the Union Plaza Hotel. And I I mean this was a big opportunity. I came to dancing late, so I was taking everything Ricky Lugo taught me two years earlier. Ricky
1: Lugo. Wow. <laughs> you know,
0: she just churned us out and she would say, Get out there, you're ready, go. I'm calling this person up and telling them you're showing up for that audition. She wow. would push you out the door. And uh, such a blessing. And um, there I was with this in my hands. And talk about a short rehearsal period. That was the whole show, and we learned it in six days.
2: Union Plaza being in Las Vegas? Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah, and um, you did two shows a night. So you were going to learn that thing. (laughs) You didn't learn it in those six days. You were going to You were going to know it it by the time
1: the show was over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we opened on Christmas Eve. Um, I was so delighted with the people that I was surrounded by that that sort of became what I was enjoying the most mm. with uh, these relationships and um, I it, uh, it put me in a position where I was really easy uh, I was really easy to make laugh on stage if they decided they wanted to try to amuse me these mm. other actors <laughs> and some of them dedicated themselves oh, to this <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, It's good to have a hobby Yes <laughs>
0: and um, so I was always chewing on my cheeks and you know Trying, My wig was always falling down to my nose because I had my head bowed so often. And it was painful. It's painful to try yeah, not to laugh. And there's this big scene at the end of that show, you know, where they're in the courtroom. And Roxy's saying all of the things that Billy Flynn has trained her to say, you know, so that mm-hmm. she wins her case. And I... Um, I started laughing something had happened and it made me laugh and i was literally rendered speechless and this is wrapping up the show and um i i was in so much pain because i knew this was such an abhorrent thing to do and yet i couldn't stop it Mm -hmm. and luckily i had the brilliant michael hawkins as billy flynn who while enjoying the pain i was in (laughs) Managed to uh, say my lines,
1: wow! Up
0: against his lines, and and did it brilliantly. Wow! Make anything up. He just is that good, and um, I felt so shamed. I remember leaving the stage, and I was afraid to walk anywhere. I expected to see the stage manager standing there, looking at me, and going. Get out of here! Right, <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> but that wow. didn't happen. You that survived didn't
0: it. <laughs> Happened. I just sat back in my makeup chair and just kept doing what I was supposed to do to get out, and showed up the next day. Wow. Yeah, it was a lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: hard way, but oh, worth it.
0: <laughs> hard way. Um, so I live in gratitude to Michael
1: Hawkins. Wow. <laughs> Kelly Lester, what you got oh, that's, for us.
0: Oh
3: well, that's a really tough story. Well but you know what it's in how you say it, it's a lesson learned. I, I my my big um my big embarrassing moment. I'm sure I've had lots of them, but I think uh I think um we block the bad stuff out. <laughs> Maybe that's too painful and keep the ones that we've learned from because I, I learned something really, really important from this particularly very embarrassing moment to me. I for many 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 years uh, was only a soprano and I was not what they call you know a Broadway belter I could not belt to save my life I just didn't understand it and for many many years I would just tried everything I went to so many different teachers and I did not learn how to belt until probably in the last 10 years so um, I'm so grateful for that and uh, when, <laughs> uh, when I I left the business for uh, over 10 or 12 years when I was raising my three children I completely left the business didn't sing at all i got back in somewhere around 2006 and i started going to auditions again and it was you know wow i'm loving this i really missed it blah 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 but of course still trying to be a belter so i go to this one audition and they really liked me and i was really right for the part and a very very important casting director (laughs) and the entire production team is in the room and um i sang a song that they really liked and then the casting director came over to me and they said okay it's great, great, great. But can you can you do it in a different key? Can you belt it? Wow. And I looked at him and because I really didn't know how to belt and I was really petrified that I'd embarrass myself and when I work on things I work on it really hard at home in the privacy of my own room, you know, squawking and making horrible noises <laughs> and I wasn't about to do that in front of an entire production team and this very important casting director. So he said, "Can you belt it in this a different key? Just try in a different key." And I looked at him and I said, no <laughs> oh <laughs> and he looked at me like what <laughs> and I just said no and I, and he said uh, okay I said uh, okay thanks bye and wow I like, got in my car <laughs> and I think this disgustingly embarrassed horrible, stupid feeling did not leave me for days and days and days. And I thought to myself, what the hell? What was I thinking? How could I not try it? What is the matter with you? What an idiot you are. (laughs) Never. Never, never again have I made that same mistake. Now,
1: did you get called back in by that casting I director? I did not.
3: Oh, yes. actually, oh, good. I, I've gotten okay. called in. The casting director is a big fan of mine.
1: See, that's good but news. I also, I also <laughs> after
3: that, slowly, I did learn how to belt. I think as, I, as we age, our voice gets lower. And get a lot less fear, fearful. So I'm quite fearless now.
1: You should go back and find them and go, okay, I'm ready now. Oh, he's heard me. i had auditions <laughs> Very at funny. 10 in the morning
3: where I nailed it, and they asked me to belt any key, and I'm like, I'm there for you, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I
2: love it. Oh, Kelly
0: and I are steeped in shade. <laughs>
2: okay. We've all we been there. We do share that. We've all been there. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. No thank you doubt you so about much. it. Come and see me. I'll May. be there. Yes. That's right. I'll be
1: there. Obviously, we're so proud for uh, for having both of you on today because this is a show that we love so much, so we're so grateful for that. Thank you very, very much for being here.
3: There's that applause we left. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We want to remind everybody one more time that MAME is going up on
2: September 23rd at the Alex Theater. Go to alextheater.org to get tickets. And that is at 7 p.m. on September 23rd. And by, you can also call for tickets, 818 243 Ex. That's right. Very and
1: simple, ladies and gentlemen. The man who saved everything. It's a world premiere. Uh, is also playing now. You can visit Performing Arts Live to find out about tickets for that. It's running through September 23rd. So go see that and leave. Don't uh, go see it on September. Uh, that's right. 23rd, leave the date though. open so you can yeah. go see Mame on the 23rd. <laughs> but you've got your theater week plan now, ladies and gentlemen. Box office for the man who saved everything is three two three. Eight five one seven nine seven seven. We want to say a big thank you to everybody who's listening today here on LA Talk Radio. Thank you all. We appreciate you Absolutely. listening. Absolutely. And Andrew, when will I see you again? I will be on the radio. You're listening to State of the Arts with Michael Sterling and Andrew David James, only on L.A. Talk
2: Radio.